Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. back to Cinema Vino. Hello. Yo, yo, Hi, hi. This is a new thing we're doing. This is a Mailbag Monday. Teabag Monday. A movie Monday. Yeah. This is a new thing we're doing exclusively at the beginning of the week. How big is your mailbag? It's generous. I mean, it's generous enough. Yeah. Are we talking like Santa Claus? Are we talking like Ho? 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 I would say it's Cliff Clavin size. I mean, I think it's decent enough to carry around a neighborhood's (laughs) worth of mail. Okay. Yeah. It's a hefty sack. <laughs> <laughs> it's generous enough. We'll put you, it that way. You can't trust a mailman. <laughs> yeah. That's, I or a milkman. I learned that from a young age. Um, Beasting. So what we're going to do in this new Have you seen pack. those shorts that they wear? <laughs> Cliff Clavin. <laughs> <laughs> they are kind of John Stockton-esque yeah. shorts. I mean, they are, they are Pistol Pete shorts. They're yeah, short. right. Yeah. Cooch gutters. Yeah. You got it, flaunt it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're talking like, you know, moose knuckle. Moose knuckle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's my mail, man. Camel hump. Yeah. All the phrases I didn't think would pop forth in this little mini pod. I didn't think moose knuckle would make an appearance. Oh. But. <laughs> that, and that, that needs to be a drink or a cocktail. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They, uh, somebody needs to make, to, ooh, I'll have a moose knuckle. Yeah. And I, like, and, and I know Kahlua has to be involved. Yes. I don't know why. Yeah. It's got to be like a uh, yeah. uh, yeah. moose drool. The, the beer mixed with Kahlua. Something. Mm. Todd, nobody expects a moose Lime knuckle juice? to make an appearance. Yeah. It just happens. <laughs> yeah, with marshmallows. Ooh. Yeah. No, nobody expects it, but everybody enjoys it. Yeah. yeah no one's turned it down. What we're going to do for this format is we're going to answer a few mailbag questions we get from people, and then we're going to talk about movies that we wish people had seen. Or w- would see the stuff that's under the radar. Mail time, mail time. And we're drinking. Here's the mail. I like that. I wish I'd, I had isolated that for well, a little that, like. Intro. No, that's just blues clues. That might that's, be copyrighted. That's the blues yeah, clues. That, yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's copyrighted. That's copyrighted. Yeah, that's yeah. too bad. Yeah. We'll work on our own variation. Okay, of it. I can only do three lines of it because. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> open the slot and put it in. <laughs> Which was if the, I had a dollar. That was our whole prom theme. Yeah. So we're drinking Rogue, uh, two Rogue beers from Oregon. Uh, great brewery for you guys that don't know it. It's just out, out of Portland. Um, actually, been to the brewery. It is that was me. Quite scrumptious. Uh, we've got two different um, IPAs. We've got the Rogue Coastal Haze. Rogue, I'm sorry, Rogue Coast Hazed. Let me try that one more time. I am a little bit drunk. No, sorry. Rogue Coast Haste Imperial Hazy India Palo. That's the other thing about this mailbag is that we are going to be a little bit sauced. This is this is an end of the night thing. It's a joke on post haste. Yes. But it's coast haste. Coast haste. Imperial Hazy India Pale Ale. Yeah. This, this is going to be a ninth inning uh, mini pod that we do. So this is 8.6% alcohol. It is... Burly. It's it's nice. It is thick. Look at the color of it. It is a dark, dark 
not dark, but like thick, opaque. Uh, it is color. hazy for sure. Yeah, it lives up to its name. And as the can goes, it's very brightly colored. It's yeah. pink and blue. Yeah, these are great cans. I like the artwork on both cute, of these. Cute little piney. And then we also have the Gumbaroo. Um, yeah, Travis is shining yeah, his uh, phone you, you light. Don't see you can't see a damn thing. This is this is like the uh, Minute Maid, not the purple stuff or the Sunny D. No. This is like the heavy stuff. That's got pulp. Yeah, like like the yeah, part this is heavy pulp. That's got pulp. Yeah, Let's see. You can't see through it at all. Oh, it's it. oh, it looks like a heavenly candle, though. Yeah. When you do shine a light through it. Yeah. Shine a light, shine a light. And then the other one we're doing is the Rogue Gumbaroo, the West Coast India Pale Ale. Um, a little milder. But re- Gumbaroo? Apparently Gumbaroo. a reference to some kind of frontier monster, the it's a, Gumbaroo. It's a cryptid in the, uh, the old Pacific coast. Yeah. Larger than a bear, but apparently if you throw beer at it, it won't. Attack you. It kind of looks like a garbage pail kid version of a bear. It does. I'm like, like a B roll fraggle rock or something yeah. like that. I don't know what this is. It does yeah. look like a garbage pail kid bear. Yeah. Apparently, it doesn't have fur. Uh, yeah. I, I was looking up on uh, Cryptid Wiki. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have fur. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Hibernation. What's, what's that fur? Have you ever seen a shaved bear? No, oh, I have. They're is that the beginning of a joke? Fucking weird looking. Yeah. Like the, no, it's beginning. not the beginning of a joke. That's a. It's a weird looking animal. <laughs> they look like somebody that's lost a lot of weight. They got a lot of loose skin. Yeah, flopping around. They're yeah. angry. I've been watching a lot of Alone recently, the TV show I where they basically have. like drop a survivalist into the middle of the woods and see how long they can last. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell you what, bears don't fuck with them. Yeah. What's this mailbag about bears? Almost exclusively. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. I, 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 about yeah. yeah, I was like, I just wanted to make sure we were on on, on bear on track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, because the Bernstein bears was actually really well well written. You, you mean yeah. like Bernstein bears? Yeah, it's like bear stain. <laughs> bear stain. <laughs> Mandela effect. We don't know. Yeah. Stain stain. It's Todd. What's your first question? Okay, first question comes from Kurt in Spokane, Washington. Spokane. <laughs> um, Sounds fake. <laughs> Spokane. <laughs> We've, we've heard one host top 10 movies. What about the other guys? And we could do five. Let's start with Sean. Uh, so I actually, I did do a top five if you, you go back to our Instagram, but I'll, I'll recap them here. Nobody so watched it. I, I, <laughs> uh, number one, Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. We Ooh. did podcast on this um, a few months ago. We I, did. It was a while ago. Um. Airplane, the movie Airplane as a comedy. Um, Friday the 13th, part three, I think, as horror movies go, that one specifically. Why part three? Uh, it has some of the most iconic Jason moments. So when you think of it, it's the first movie where you actually see Jason, Jason with the yeah. hockey mask. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I did not know that. It's Cause the, yeah. it, the first movie is he's not actually Jason. It's, it's is not, not actually, actually Jason. Uh, Jason's not actually the... the Bad Jason's guy. It's Jason's mother. mom. Spoiler. And then the Number second two, one is he's wearing like a potato sack. It's Jason, yeah. but he's wearing like a weird burlap sack over his face. Oh. Um. Yeah, and it's not as good. And so three is where it three is where he stride. really comes into his own, hits his stride. He has the machete for the first time. Nice. Uh, for one, kills uh some great kills. I mean, just go back and watch Friday Thirteenth Part Three. Honestly, I watch it. That's the one. I, it, every time Friday the Thirteenth comes up, like the actual date. That's the movie I watch. Is Friday the Thirteenth Part Three? It was actually recorded as a uh, 3D movie, so if you have the red and blue glasses, you can watch it in 3D. What year did Three come out? I want to say 1987. And 3D. All right, sweet. I don't well, know if that's accurate. Do not fact check that. That sounds right. 
Uh, but yeah, it, it definitely has some moments where like a guy's like, whoa. Takes Manhattan is number five. Right? Takes Manhattan is a while into the series. That's, one, the That's one not the, five. That has six? the Muppets in it? Yeah. Nope. Oh. No. Nope. I would love it if the Muppets were in it, though. Yeah. What number is Takes Manhattan? I kind of want to say it's five, but I don't uh, know. I know. My he goes to yeah. space in number Ten? And that's when Jason Fast X is when he goes to and space. Fast and Furious. Ooh, that was nine when <laughs> Fast and Furious goes to space. But yeah. are, is this the same universe? Ooh, are they in the same universe? I mean, like, was, was Jason up there? No. Uh, we we just don't know. So you could have Ludacris flying through space in a Pinto, and he gets attacked by Jason. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm so Buckaroo Banzai, Buckaroo Banzai, Jason, Friday Thirteenth Part Three, Trav correct. Airplane, <laughs> Airplane, uh, American History X. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I think is a great movie. I, we haven't done that one for the pod yet, but I, I think that's a movie that it's not super rewatchable, uh, yeah. but it's a great movie. Yeah, it's and still, then still relevant for sure. The Last Circus. I've talked about this before. I loaned that to you. Oh, yeah. You fucking hated it. Yeah. It's not for everybody. No. Hands down, not for everybody, but like I've watched multiple times. It's it's so It good. speaks to your soul. It's a, it's a Spanish language historical fiction about clowns and honestly each of those things are deal breakers for most people is like a foreign language film a movie about history a movie about clowns like that's 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 a lot of no's for people that clowns. movie just it hits just right for yeah. me yeah you're not a clown I, yeah you don't I, like clowns. There, there's you yeah. know movies for everybody and different people and like honestly like that one wasn't for me like but it it hits, you know, all it, it cylinders tickles, for you. It tickles some but button on the you inside. You should really get help. I should. Like, well, and like normally you would think that like in top five movies, you would have something like, you know, like Todd's top five movies where you have like The Godfather. No, I, I have a fucking clown with a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's respectable. But that's yeah. my top five. And I like it where everybody has different ones. Mm-hmm. So, what about Tay? Um,. You know, I gave this a little bit of thought, but not that much thought. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Same. Yeah. Uh, but my number one film of all time, and this is, to me, is, I, I had to think about, is it watchability or is this my, the, the, one of the films that just blew me away? But number one is Big Lebowski. I was like, I, I, I don't care what anybody movie. says. It's like that, that, to me, is just, I don't care if it's just the most iconic film. It's just a great film to me. Yeah. And it's one that I watch every time. Pulp Fiction is right there. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I thought of that I was like, man, I don't even know if people actually really get this, but I saw this, it was a recent film, and I thought when you when you asked, or when you just said it, I was like, man, I might have to add this film in there. I think Parasite was kind of right up there and like one of the greatest films I'd seen because it, it really just like drew me in. And I, yeah. you know, I, I was like, man, I love this one because it's a comedy, but the way it was written and everything was just absolutely amazing. amazing. But um, Pulp Fiction, um, right there, um, Big Lebowski. Now it's kind of getting a little blurry because you're talking about the films that I just like, if you're talking about the greatest films of all time that I can always keep watching or just silly films that I can keep watching. Um, that's just, this is where it gets a little spicy because a lot of films can fit in there. But um, as in going into the films that I think were very, very, very well done, um, I will say, and Die Hard is right up there. Yeah. I think that is a film that I know it's like might not be the most, you know, you're not going to see it in film school, but it's still one of the one of the greatest films that I think is done. And, and, great. And, and it created yeah. something. Yeah. I, I was it, thinking of Die Hard. Yeah, and I, was like, and I think it, it created something. I think that, that says, you know, a, a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. created a genre. It's iconic, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, was, and, it was a groundbreaking film. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, 
and this might not be super popular because I, I do love the artistic films, but um, I give it a little bit of thought and I would watch this film again and I just love the way it was written and done, but it uh, was um, 21 Grams. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, it's like that was... Benicio Del Toro and Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Yeah. And it was like, um, and uh, Alex, the guy that did, um, oh, God, I've already forgotten his name. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, one of my favorite films, I can't remember the director, but uh, <laughs> he did, um, he got fucking DiCaprio a goddamn Academy Award. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Revenant? Yeah. Or... Yeah, he did Revenant. Um, Alex Zen. Alfonso Curon? No. I can't remember. No. But he did Amaris Peros. Uh, but he did 21 Grams. He did Babel. Um, but like of all his films, 21 Grams was one of my favorite. And I when think did it, 21 Grams come That's uh, Alejandro Mid- Gonzalez yeah. uh, in the Ratu. Yeah. That's uh, early aughts, right? Yeah, it was like the early 2000s. 03. And, yeah. Yeah. Saw it in theaters, and it was just like the way it was backwards. The, the editing, and I was like, I just, you know, very dark film, but I was like, God, I love that film. Yeah. And so, yeah. Like, like if you're looking at my top five films that I think are film, quote unquote, film worthy. Now, if you're asking about comedies, oh, God, just don't any, you know, Billy Madison, Different whatever. Ball but, like, game, yeah. but, like, but I think those were the films that I was like, man, these were the films that kind of made me feel something. Yeah. That I was yeah. like, damn. That was a damn good film. So that's that's how I took those. Yeah, the Twenty One Grams is based on the old uh, experiment. Like I guess it's apocryphal that the uh, human soul at the yeah. time of death weighs twenty one grams five, or, or loses twenty one. Yeah, the body yeah, loses yeah, twenty one yeah, like grams. So they're yeah. like, oh, is the soul twenty one grams? And yeah. every person, yeah, yeah. Well, like and five, that's always that's always nickels, been my whatever. my comparison of like how do you bring a nine to a ten is like if i feel something at the end of the movie like that's yeah. a ten that's a ten mm. movie yeah and, yeah. I, and i remember like all those films like when yeah. i walked out i was like or, or, or saw you know because parasite i saw actually you know at home yeah i was like what did i just watch and that was fucking amazing yeah and those were the films that kind of did it for me yeah, yeah. you almost had to process the emotions that it exactly and I, and I think that's what says to me you know i was like I mean, I could watch Dumb and Dumber and The Rock and Con Air every goddamn day of my life. <laughs> but like, these were the films where I was like, "What the hell did I just do?" And like, that person, man, made me feel something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, you and I have one of the same movies. Die Hard, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Whenever I think of going to film school, like you know, I wanted to go to film school, and I was you know going to be a film major, or any time I took a film class. I always thought it was Pulp Fiction that when I first saw it, I was like, this is fucking great. It plays with time. It switches all the way around. It doesn't try to help catch you up or anything like that. Pulp Fiction was great. And I love uh, Quentin Tarantino's writing of just people talking about some random bullshit or, or, you know, talking about having like, oh, well, yeah, I've got to like... Uh, entertain my wife's boss during this time while he's away, and they're like, oh, shit, you got to do what? And then talking about it from 18 different ways. Like, yeah. it's just, it was all amazing. I, I Pulp you know, Fiction you just... You know, Marcellus Wallace threw a guy out a window as to soon as, his wife's feet. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you get done watching Pulp Fiction, you're like, oh, shit, it did all that. Like, you can't wait to watch it again with that foreknowledge and like try and fit it in your head better. I would never and touch it's... my wife's foot. <laughs> I, you know, sewer rat may taste like pumpkin pie, but I never know. Cause I never eat the filthy motherfucker. <laughs> like I, you know, just so Pulp Fiction uh, is on my list. Um, one that I thought jaw, uh, jaws that I think Todd left off of his list or, you know, I'm sure oh, wow, it reorders Todd. all the time. Mm-hmm. 
But Jaws, I think, is great. It, it freaked me out as a kid. But when I watched the entirety of it, when I was older, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. And there's the great monologue in the middle by Robert Shaw talking about the um, USS Indianapolis. Um, and it's got, like, you know, very minimal creature effects and all that, but it's all done super well. So, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. So it, it just, it gets me. But those are my two fancy films. Um, now, I don't know if this is the greatest film of all time, but every time I watch it, I like it more, and we have potted on it before, and it's The 13th Warrior. Um, and whenever I watch a movie and I like it so much, I'm like, oh, based on a book? Holy shit. If I'm like, if I write that book down, and then I actually go and find it and read the entire book, and then it makes me watch the film again, then that's a whole nother level. Like, that's, this is the first film that really made me do that, that I was like, fuck, I didn't know this was a book. I'm going to go track down that book. I'm going to read it. Holy shit, I actually read it, not just put it on a list of things to do, and then go back, and it made me enjoy the film in a different way. What was the book it was, it was based on? Um, a Michael Crichton book called Eaters of the Dead, and they adapted it, and, it's, uh, and the director is uh, something, Josh McTiernan, John McTiernan? John McTiernan. The guy Die that Hard. directed Die Hard as mm-hmm. well. And I found that out. I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. So it, it's one that I've gone out of my way to like look into more. So 13th Warrior for me, at, my list will change, I'm sure. Um, this is me just kind of going off book. So I've got two, three. My fourth one, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah, it, I don't think we've potted on it great from movie, what yeah. I remember. Yeah. Maybe we have. But um, it's a spoof movie. And I, I never would have thought, like, you think spoof movies, I think scary movies. And I'm like, all right, fine, those are fucking crazy, whatever. But Shaun of the Dead is really fucking good, because as it goes along, of course it's fucking silly, but it makes you care about these characters. Yeah. And then it kills them off, and you feel something. I'm like, oh my god, this is just, like, I knew I was going to go see a zombie film. I didn't know I was going to fucking give a shit about these characters actually dying. Oh. And when his more... stepdad just gets torn in five yeah. pieces, just Bill Nighy. Uh, Bill Nighy. Yeah. Yes. I love like, and, and those characters from that, I have obviously gone on to do a bunch more films like, and I'll recognize them. And I'm like, Oh, I know that actor or actress from Shaun of the Dead. So Shaun of the Dead is my number four. Number five. I don't have one. Oh, nope. I do. It is Fright Night. Um, I'm a big fan of all these like vampire films. I thought about Bram Stoker's Dracula and all the different ways it was shot too. My list will change, I'm sure. But like, you know, I have a favorite zombie film. I have a favorite werewolf film. I have a favorite vampire film. Um, I really love Fright Night because it's got that Hitchcock vibe from Rear rear Window, uh, but with vampires in it. And again, it's one of those like. I went to go read the book, and it's a book based off of the screenplay. But it, it, you know, it's another one of those where I went and sought it out, and I looked up that it had special effects from the Ghostbuster movie, the first Ghostbuster movie, where it was like deemed, all right, this effect or this puppet is too scary to put in our Ghostbusters movie. And somebody was like, oh, fuck yeah, we'll grab that. We'll repurpose take, it. Thank you very much. And we'll I'll use it for that, Fright yeah. Night. Mm-hmm. And I know I talk about it all the time. We have potted on Fright Night, but I fucking love it. So that's me, is Pulp Fiction, Jaws, Shaun of the Dead, 
uh, Fright Night, and um, shit, 13th Warrior. Yeah. Nice. Good list. Good That's shit. a good list. And good weather. Good weather. Good weather. <laughs> Love good weather. This has been another episode of Vino. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a mini pod. It's been a. Uh, None of this is arable. Yeah. <laughs> this has been another episode of Cinema Vino mini pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got Sean Jordan. Hey. Taylor Owens. Winnie the Pooh. Brabs Tud. Strange things are afoot at Circle K. We thank you very much. And we love you guys a lot. And we will see you guys next time for our Terminator pod. Yay. So we will be in touch. Not with a whimper, but probably with a bang. With a bang? Yeah. Not bang with a whimper. Mm-hmm. Free poop. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our website is cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com. Mail time, mail time. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.